Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Hope Sessions podcast with me, Jerry D. And it is my absolute wonderful and delightful privilege to let you know that today we have a returning guest. No, it's not Jesus. He's going to return at some stage in the future. But usually when we have a returning guest, it's because the last time I had him on, that there was just such a great conversation. There was The feedback was good. People wanted to hear more from this individual. So what I done was I got on the phone and I asked this person, would they come on? And we discussed the idea for an episode. But before I tell you, if you're watching on YouTube, you know who it is already. But if you're listening on Apple or Spotify or however you're listening to this, you can't see him. But I'm going to share a story. And I was thinking of this story today, right, as a way to introduce my guest. Um, Back about maybe seven or eight years ago, I used to go to like Christian conferences, like the Summerfire Conference and the Avoca Youth Conference up in Wicklow. And because I, this guy's a Christian and I'm a Christian and we would always be around each other, but I never really talked to him because I didn't like him. I thought he was one of those people who was, I wouldn't say fake. I think fake is a bit of a strong word to use, but he used to hang around with a couple of people called Peter Batty and GB and some of the guys in his youth group. And, and every time I'd look at him, he'd always just be like smiling or sniggering or, you know, there was just, I, I don't know, I just didn't like it. I wasn't sure if it was in support of me or if it was against me in the sense. So I kind of just had an issue with this guy. But I thank God that my preconceived notions about who this guy is, but also was back then, has been smashed into a billion upon a billion pieces. And I had it all wrong. This guy, I can I can honestly say with my hand on my heart, where's my heart again? Somewhere there anyway, I'm alive, right? The wonderful Isaac Ward. I want you to know, most of you know who he is. You would be familiar with him. He is a dear friend. And friend, when I, when I clarify, let me clarify what a friend is. It's not someone that supports the same team as me or goes to the same church as me or likes the same stuff. A friend to me is someone who I can call on in difficult moments and ask him to pray. Someone who supports me, even if they don't understand maybe what I've been gifted in or what I've been called to. And Isaac exemplifies that as a friend to me in my life. And it is my absolute honor once again to let you know that he is on this podcast. Isaac, my man, the floor is yours. Welcome to the podcast again. How are you doing? Thanks, Jerry, man. I uh, appreciate that. Um, appreciate you, man. What, what a way to kick off. <laughs> I love it, man. I, I actually remember those days. And uh, shout out to GB and Peter and all the guys if you're listening. Yeah, um, yeah love you guys. And um, I yeah, I remember those days, Jerry. And you know what? You, you are an example of someone that when you first came in, you were so fresh. You know, mm. you were so so raw so brilliantly unique you know when you first came in so nobody really knew what to do when they saw you come to evoke a manor in Wicklow and they saw you do spoken word and rap and no one really knew like you know we're so used to in, in them the Christian circle in, in conferences and church just to have everything the same all the time you know for years upon years and then yeah. you came along one evoke and you lit it up man and I think we didn't know what to do but laugh yeah. <laughs> Uh, honestly I think that was and obviously we're young teenagers as well so something like that happens and you're like what what what's happening here but I hold you up as, as an example of someone who does something and has done something for several years and maybe initially people would have laughed but you proved you really proved that 
what you do what you do what you do matters to you and yeah. that you know you can defy anyone's uh, opinion of you or view of you um by pressing through the laughs and i think that's what you did so amazingly because i think when people start something new all the time there's always going to be people who laugh or who judge but and um, the ones who persist through those laughs and through that judgment are the ones who are like whoa they actually deserve serious credit and honor and um yeah they inspire others to keep going with what they start and with what they endeavor with so thank you thank you for having me on man and um, looking forward to chat a bit more glad to be back and um, just if you know if you're ever on jerry's podcast he pays really really well so looking forward to getting you know um just a big mac tomorrow and chips yeah with the, with the money that i'm getting from this yeah. <laughs> oh, no, bless you man i'm look, looking forward to chat more and um, yeah i'm sure tonight so thanks man thanks for having yeah. me you know what, man? I was thinking there. So, so usually when I have guests on, I usually do the rapid fire round. But I want to do something different. Um, you know, it, it's been, I think it's almost two years since you came on the podcast last time. It was October in twenty twenty one, I believe. I was just checking my phone just to be a hundred percent. Um, and a lot, two years is a long time in people's lives. And you know, and since then, man, last time we done it, we were in we were in COVID, which meant that we were at home, we were stuck in our houses, and all this sort of stuff. But since then, a lot has changed in your life. You know, God has brought a wonderful person into your life who now is going to walk life's journey with you. You were very busy with college, with work, with leading young adults ministry alongside Pastor Patrick and the team. Man, do you want to give us a bit of a, I suppose, a quick life update, if that's cool? Yeah, for sure. COVID had us all at home. And now after COVID, I'm still at home because I work from home. Um, mm. So I moved on from Halfords um, working with bikes there, bicycles. Uh, and now I work with more premium bikes <laughs> for a company called Peloton. And I work from home. So it's all very exciting. It's the dream. I'm living the dream. Just kidding. Absolutely. <laughs> um, absolutely not. <laughs> it's, um, um, yeah, a lot's happened in, in the sense that I went to Dublin for a year yeah. and did some ministry there. That was great. Got to reach college students um, with a great team there. Came back, um, brilliant to be back, see my friends, plug into church, help with the young adults ministry, um, you know, under Pastor Patrick, who just does an amazing job yeah. um, on, all, on all accounts always. So a big up to him. Um, and then, yeah, I got engaged as well in September uh, 2022, a day before my birthday. I came, I went away um, for a week of college because I'm doing a master's as well in, yeah. in biblical studies. Went away for a week and saw my cousin, did some college classes, had my birthday and got engaged. Mm -hmm. um, I came back and my dad said, well, you really did kind of, you lived your whole life in a week there. And <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, it's been two years, but I lived most of the things hap that happened happened in that week in September. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, thank God he is he is so faithful and kind to us. And um, yeah, just hopeful and excited yeah. um, based on knowing God for for what he's going to do um, yeah. both now and, and, and in the future. So that's kind of in a nutshell. Yeah, I suppose let let me let me be a bit more specific, right? Um, because you know me, and and I love a good love story, right? So if if, if it's cool with you, man, I'm going to ask you a two part question. Um, what was the proposal like? Were you nervous? Was it a difficult thing to plan? And secondly, what advice would you give people, man, who were 
dating, who are wanting to date, but they're not sure how to make the first step. Because, bro, you essentially got into the end zone. It's a touchdown for you. You know, you started back at the, the kickoff, you worked your way down to the end zone, and now you've got a fiancé. You know, so is that a loaded question? Yeah, I think, I think um, you know, I'm, I was blessed in the sense that um, it was Tom Brady who was throwing me the passes, and I just had to kind of stand there and, and, and somewhat yeah. catch a bit of butterfingers, but ended up catching and then touchdown. But no, yeah. um, it's it was great. Obviously, um, I've known Kiara and my lovely fiance. And if you're listening to it, to this, love you. Um, you're very beautiful. And um, essentially, um, I've known her for years, so that, that's the kind of long and short of it. So it wasn't. Um, that would be the first thing, you know. Friendship is the way to go. Yeah. And um, when you're, you know, when you want to date someone, when you want to marry someone, um, it's always nicer when you kind of know them, and before you actually start dating them, you know how annoying they are and you just accept and love them anyway and that goes vice versa like I am um, yeah. if you know me um I'm super super annoying as well so um we both knew how annoying each other were and then we were like yeah we still want this so then you know it's a go you know if, yeah. <laughs> if you have that down um so <laughs> Bro. That was my dad who came in to give me some parody mix. That sounds um, good. So, so don't mind if I do have some natural confectionery uh, 150 Tesco. Get yourself a pack. <laughs> this podcast sponsored by the Natural Confectionery Co. Love it. Um. So yeah, that's all a go, man. God has been really faithful and blessed me. Um. Yeah. Just by simply having a, a pre-knowledge of someone and then kind of yeah. just take another step in that direction. And now we're here yeah. and getting married soon. So. Very exciting. If you're gonna propose, um I don't really have much advice. Buy a ring and um, hopefully she likes it. And hopefully she likes you. Yeah. <laughs> if if you if she likes the ring, she likes you, yeah. um, you're on to a winner. I mean, you know, I think we need to uncomplicate things. I think that's oh, the main yeah. thing. You know? We make these things very complex and essentially uh, the way to do it is just talk to the girl, talk to the guy, if you know, yeah. whichever you are. Um you know, just talk to them, be their friend, be friendly in order to be a friend. You need to be friendly. So, you know, smile um, crack a few jokes and then um, just just have a bit of fun. And then, you know, after you've had a bit of fun, just getting to know them, you can go deeper and deeper. It's, it doesn't have to be, you know, deep in a day. It can be, mm. you know, you can gradually grow deeper together over time. So it's a beautiful thing taking that journey. And uh, that's all I really say on, on that, man. So, yeah, I love the yeah. fact that you said, um, we need to uncomplicate things because we make it awkward for no reason. Like, I'll never forget, man, I suppose as a way to close this part and jump into the dialogue, like, I do want to take a moment and honour you and Kiara. Yes, for being my friends and for talking, but there's one conversation I had with you guys one night after Young Adults when I was outside my house here and I sat in the car with you guys and we just talked for five, ten minutes, very real about the reality of dating, seeking out a life partner. And to use, you probably don't remember anything that was said around. I totally get that. But I do. I remembered it very well because it was such a, a a raw but refreshing conversation. So I want to thank you and Kiara for when I brought up some very honest things that you didn't close off yourself from the conversation, but rather you dived into it and you offered me some encouragement, supported me and, and just heard my side of it. And it was really heartwarming to know that, you know what I mean? Because sometimes you're afraid to, I suppose 
dive into some of these things in case people like Jerry, it's 11 o'clock Sunday night. I'm working in the morning. I'm mentally exhausted, but thank you for allowing me to speak, even though you both were most likely mentally, physically exhausted from a busy week, you know, but I do want to let you guys yeah. know that, you know? Yeah. And just on that, just before we, we press on Jerry, like, um, it's, it's an honor to know that you feel conf- you felt confident enough to, to share that and share things with us because, um, you have to know someone's for you in yeah. order to share with them ultimately. Sure. So it's an honor to know that you know that we are for you um, and that you can share things with us. Like we're, we're honored that you have that um, view of us and that you can be that comfortable um, around us, man. We, we are for you and, and uh, on these people listen to the podcast and you know what I mean? Uh, we, we are here because um, we, we love this thing that you do and this mission, this purpose. So um, yeah. That's it, man. Yeah, and let's dive into it, man. So this this podcast episode today, what we're doing is, in a sense, we're we're mentally going back in time and just, I suppose, reflecting on life's journey a bit with some things that we've learned, you know. And I want to ask you, man. We're gonna jump jump into it straight away. You've got a couple of points. I've got a couple of points. We're just gonna dive back and forth, enjoy it. I'm gonna kick things off. Um, when you were in secondary school, man, what were you like? Was Isaac? Was he the class clown? Was he the shy guy? Or what were you like in school? Um, in secondary school, like I was known as the Christian. I am who I am. I was who I was, you know. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like I, I did love have. I like I love secondary school. I know a lot, lot, lot many people said that, but I really did enjoy it yeah. because um, I just got on with with the people in there. And I know that's not the case for everyone, but um, fortunately from me and and I understand how blessed I was. Um. I really did have a good time. You know, I had some nick like people call me. You know, I went to, to secondary school in Mahin, where I live, which which I love the place I live. But um, they had some nicknames for me, which I probably can't say on the podcast. And uh, <laughs> you just you just you learn to um, you you learn to have a bit of calluses on your on your feet. You know, on your skin, yeah. it toughens you up a bit. And you know, I much appreciated that and um, the ability to to have a laugh and um, just to to be outside kind of my bubble. I mean, up until that point, I was just a church kid and I didn't know anything else. And then I went to secondary school. I was like, whoa, this is what yeah. the world is like. And then having to um, be a Christian in that setting, it just was a, it was another challenge, but a challenge that I that I actually enjoyed and um, found to be very, um, yeah, fun and different it was just different but it was a good different you know yeah. um so i'm thankful for a second what was i like Qu- quite similar to the way i am now you know i the, the one thing that did stand out to me though was i really didn't like um you know n- n- kind of name nasty name calling like when it was beyond a joke i remember in class saying to a few guys before like uh, telling them oh it's so easy to call you know call someone a name or say something negative about someone but it's actually much more difficult to say something uplifting encouraging or positive so i remember you know really a few times saying that after i heard because when i saw the effect i had on the other person i had to say hey look and sometimes i had to say it like i can call you this this and this and then they saw their face drop and then but but they had to learn the hard way yeah (laughs) um but uh no i enjoyed it um thanks for the question jerry and um yeah, I'd often wish to go back for a day and just uh, wreck a few teachers' heads and, um, you know, in the nicest way possible. I never try to be, um, but just, you know, I just crack a joke with them. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's an interesting one, man, because like 
I loved school, but not because of the academic side, but because of the social side. Um, if I, if I, if the way I am academically in tune now with studies that I'm involved in myself right now, if I was like that back in school, I think I would have been a bit more of like an A one student rather than a Z minus. Do you know, like when I was in school, man, like I loved it because when I was in engineering or woodwork, like we used to lock our teacher out of the room, and. I would lock him out, but I'd never get in trouble. It was always like people just like, oh, I don't know. You know, or you'd go near that bandsaw down the back that clear that had caution tape that you weren't allowed to go near, but I'd just turn it on and work away anyway and then not be allowed to work on my wood, woodwork project or whatever. Sure. But, yeah. No, so go ahead. Say, there is a person, and I don't know who the person is, but that I do want to apologize to even in this moment on this podcast because um in sixth year I vividly remember walking into English class on the first day back after summer and um, I had my you know English books ready to go for the class in my hand and as I walked in um my teacher looked at my book in my hand and said Isaac what are you doing with that book I goes miss I'm, my mom's after paying 25 quid for this book um what, what's wrong with it like it's it's the book and she said that's not the right book oh. and then I I, I went I was looking at the teacher and I said, are you serious? You know, so I got, I picked it. I had the book took it from under my arm and I actually threw it to the end of the classroom, but I threw it with my head still facing the teacher like this, threw oh. it down. And then, and then I turned my head, looked up at the end. I saw, I saw the book flying past another old woman's head. Oh man. Immediately, man. I said, why is there an old woman in the classroom? The teacher just screams at me saying, oh, he's like, get outside the classroom. I went outside the classroom. Her name was Miss Kind, not very kind. I'll put in inverted commas. And um, her <laughs> name was Kind. And um, she she had some choice words. She said that, Isaac, um, you nearly hit a trainee teacher in the head. Not even a trainee teacher. That woman was just coming in to see if she would like to be a teacher and trained to be a teacher. Oh. So I do apologize, whoever that was, for ruining your potential career. And I didn't, I didn't know you're going to be there, and um, nor should I've done it anyway. So apologies there with that school also. That kind of sums up for me, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, because you know, there's one thing, man. In school, it's it's sec- definitely in secondary school. In primary school, you're you're away with the fairies in a lot of sense because you you can barely do, tie your shoelaces. But in secondary school, there's a lot of this, like you know, trying to fit in, get your acceptance, your belonging. And I suppose one of the things that robbed me a lot in a lot of ways of enjoying secondary school was I was terribly worried about what people thought of me all the time man I would dress a certain way I would speak a certain way there was like some days I would I would have a mentality that I was going to be crusty the clown annoy the life out of everyone other days I was coming in and I was going to be like Greta who cared about the world and everyone in it and like literally, I was bipolar in a lot of ways, man. And and I suppose did you experience anything like that with the trying to find belonging and acceptance, or was because obviously you grew up in the church, so were you a bit different in secondary school? Yeah, because I mean, of that? De- I mean, it definitely had its effect for sure. Like it, it took me six years until sixth year to actually get my friends into youth group at church. So that you know that in itself speaks of something. Yeah. You know, it was it's definitely a long journey, but um. I wasn't really given a good shot at um, kind of slowly fitting in um, in the sense of my mom just bought me like the ugliest school bag and like sketcher shoes. So I really didn't have much power over my ability to fit in, you know, coming in the first day with the sketcher shoes, the baggy trousers and the the rotten school bag. um, I had to kind of just say, look, 
this is this is this is who I am. And yeah. um, you know, with the name Isaac as well, like who in who in Ireland is called Isaac? Like, what's the story of that? There's no hiding, there's no getting away with it. You I have a ball patch at the back of my head, you know what I mean? Because it's a yeah. bummer. So the, the, I have to either embrace who I am and and deal with it quickly, or else I'm I'm a goner. Like I I, I you know I'm I've my head down for six years. So essentially I have to make the decision really fast to say, look. I am who I am. I'm a Christian. I got a ball patch. My name's Isaac, and uh, you know I'm wearing Skechers and like me or love me or hate me, but uh, nothing I can do about it, lads. <laughs> wow, that's real honesty so, there. So that's kind of the way it ultimately shaped up. I, uh, you know, I couldn't go home and tell me, "Mom, buy me a new pair of Nikes." Just yeah, no way. So that's right. Just tough it up and get on with it, right? <laughs> See, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what about yeah. you? Have you got any points, man? That you know, in terms of reflecting. Is there something you want to interject with a point or? Um, yeah, like if if looking back to that time and that age, um, there's a lot of things that if there's people who are listening to this podcast now who may be at that stage in their life, you know, teenager, and um, there's so much stuff going on mm. around them in their heads, outside their heads in the world. And yeah, I remember like kind of coming up in, in a bubble in primary school, you know, was kind of sheltered and then into secondary school. Um, what I didn't know and what I kind of wish I knew um, then was actually the extent of my brokenness. Wow. Um, and that's that can be different for other people, I understand, because sometimes people, you know, other people may have, have needed to hear, you yeah. know, how how loved they were or how good they were. But I came from a place where our family who really loved me well and I, you know, I'm very thankful for my parents, for my family. And essentially, I didn't know really how imperfect I was or mm. how, how broken and how um, the power of sin and its nature. Yeah. And I had to learn that going through sec the secondary school years, my teenage years. Yeah. And then... Um, if I was just to tell um, a kid now or a teenager now, just it, it, in the nicest way possible, you you may have been told all your life that you're you're good and you're you're great and and you you are don't you are good, all right? But you're there's a sin nature that is yeah. inside you, and it's a real thing. So by knowing that, and um, by knowing that you actually are broken, you are flawed, you are imperfect when you do then make mistakes which are inevitable you won't conceal or you won't try to hide them because you'll say hey i knew this about myself before it's no surprise yeah. does that make sense yeah oh it does man like even i suppose uh, as a way to uh, reflect on your point of what you said like it can seem offensive at first but it's actually freeing exactly like i remember hearing the gospel and i was like how dare you tell me i'm a sinner sure didn't jesus have a bit of blood coming out of his hands and his the crown on his head a bit of blood i was like i'm not that bad like I, I may have like told a few white lies and then you learn as you said man the reality of your brokenness and i remember it first it being incredibly offending but then incredibly liberating when i when you hear the bad news is that you're you're broken you're a sinner and then you hear about the good news that jesus took your place that there is grace available for you that you have a reason to stand because he stood in your place and i think really man i think it's because you we've been living for the lord for lack of a better term it's the truth well i've been living for the lord now for 10 years in, in this july 
Um, yeah. And the longer you journey with Jesus, the sweeter these messages get, the the, the deeper your yeah. gratitude, the deeper your expression of the truth, you know, because you're maturing all the time with it. You know what I mean? And, exactly. and the more, yeah. yeah, the more you realize you're broken and um, the revelation of his grace, his kindness, his mercy is even greater, you know, and it's even yeah. more sweet and you fall in love with him more because you're just saying, you know, if you think you're good, then there's no space for his goodness or his yeah. his gospel, his light. So it's only good news in light of your sinful state or your brokenness, your humanity. So I think that's um, I had two positive, a two positive of uh, a perception about myself, not even like in an egotistical way, but just like in a way of I didn't really think I was a bad person at all. Like, yeah. you know, I just thought. And then whenever I did something bad, I just would say, like, I don't think I'm a bad person. So I think that other people don't think I'm a bad person. So yeah. I was I, I was telling myself that that everyone else thought we were all good as well. You know, yeah. so, so I, I had this thing in my head was like everyone is kind of good. Yeah. And, you know, therefore, when, when if I'm showing something bad or doing something bad, it's this massive uh, shame, this massive guilt and um. I just I have to I have to bury that I have to get rid of that but the truth is Jesus was was um killed and buried for for that you know That's right. and um I I have to learn that and I've learned that and glory to God I'm here in liberty thanking Jesus for what he has done yeah. but um I do I do um if I was to tell you in person now I'd be like yeah you you know you grow up you're told you're good great job kid well done mm. but please know you're a sinner you know yeah. please Please know that you know sin is out to get you, and it's a real devil. But it's an even real, like even greater God, um, right. you know, who who is on your side and is for yeah. you all the time. So, um, that Thank would be great there for You know, I was even thinking there, like I've shared this story many times, probably in person conversations. You may have heard it, but I remember when I was in the ministry school, and you know, every Friday we would come into church because Friday in our church is ministry day. You know, preteens, kids, youth. Mm -hmm. You know, and you'd clean the church, get the church ready for Sunday morning. And, you know, during this time, I, I was being introduced to grace, you know, the concept of grace, the reality of grace, the power of grace and and how it can transform my Christian walk, essentially. And I was just getting fed up of hearing them. And I was hearing Patrick, Nathan, Danny and all the lads and people talking about the grace of God. And I'm like, I remember I was coming in on uh, with the transit at the time of Pastor Ham coming into the church to clean the church. I said, Pastor Ham, can I talk to you? He said, yeah, sure. And he was driving along, and I was like, I'm I'm so fed up of hearing people talk about the grace of God. Like, they talk about it like it's a real power, like it's this incredible thing. And he started laughing. And at this point, I'm going, you cheeky sod, how dare you laugh? And I'm, I'm venting, and he's just kind of going, <laughs> and he said it to me. He said, um, Jerry, when you get a revelation of the grace of God, you will laugh that this conversation happened. And mm -hmm. then that, the reality, then that night, um in in youth there was a patrick was preaching and one of his opening thoughts was um are you holding on to jesus and i'm like yeah with both hands but really i wasn't i was struggling to walk essentially and then he goes on to say it doesn't matter if you're holding on to him because he's holding on to you mm. and to this day man that has been a revolutionary truth that when I begin to think about it from time to time, it grips me afresh. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's, a, it's the reality of the finished work. Yeah, we good, can stand man, yeah. because he stood in our place. Even when we're not holding on to him, he's holding on to us. Yeah. 
there's one set of footprints in the sand because he he carries us the whole way through life's yeah. journey. Yeah, you know? that, and that's amazing. And like even looking at that in how that's applied and practiced in our day to day life, in the sense yeah. of if you don't, if that, if if you haven't had that revelation, um, you're depending always on your ability and yourself to be good and to get things done and to earn favor and in in the sight of god and the sight of others but when you actually realize and have that revelation he's holding on to me that burden's lifted that burden of hey like i know who i am but i know who he is so i can take a chill but i can rest here and even though i know i'm flawed i don't need to conceal it i don't need to hide it um i can just say look i am sorry for this thing yeah. Um, it's, it's not right it's it's a sin um but god's bigger god's greater his grace is uh, where where sin abounds grace abounds even much you know much more much greater so yeah. if we actually start living these things out there's a lifting of burdens there's a freedom there's a rest in our day-to-day lives and i think that's exactly what you've experienced yourself jerry yeah. that liberty and, and myself and standing here and it's a journey day-to-day sometimes we take all that weight all that responsibility back on ourselves yeah, some, some days you know and that's it it's like it's 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 a daily walk with thee essentially yes. you know and sometimes the daily walk with thee is more a daily walk with me uh mm-hmm. less than thee and and uh, it's, it's always that thing of take the weight take the responsibility take the burden lift that's it right. again and so i can you know be at rest and be at ease and use that rest and ease to walk out the calling to walk out the purpose rather than my own plan and that I would have in my head and my own heart, you know, so it's a beautiful application when we have that revelation. Oh yeah. Beautiful application. When you have that revelation, that's a bar. (laughs) But you know what, man, I suppose there's a a reflection, another reflection point I have, um, I suppose reflecting on, on between back then and now is, is how different I, I value friendship. You know, back in my teenage years, man, sounds like I'm ancient. I'm only 27. It was only about 10 years, 15 years, uh, kind of getting old now. You know, but I remember back in my teenage years, man, it was all about quantity of friends. Hmm. I wanted to have, I want, essentially, I wanted to be friends with everyone. And I exhausted myself in the process of it, of trying to talk to everyone, be in contact with everyone, you know, and like, Thinking of it now, I, I value quantity or sorry, quality of friends yeah. over quantity. Why not quantity? Because I don't have enough time to maintain 50 friendships like the way I did when in my teenage years, because I'm a responsible adult now, which means I've got priorities and responsibilities and things I'm involved in mm-hmm. that commit my time and energy to. You know, and mm-hmm. I find myself, and I don't say this in a I'm in, in a nasty sense, but I find my friend circle is getting smaller because it's getting deeper. Mm, it's good. Do you know, yeah. in the sense that like for me, bro, like I think you notice at this stage, obviously, because I have a podcast, which means I like talking to people, but I get very bored of shallow talk. You know, I heard a quote in a book I was reading one time and I hope I'm able to paraphrase it correctly. It says something to the effect of we paddle in shallow waters or paddle in, we, sorry, we paddle in puddles while craving deeper waters and I was talking about the reality of when you get older the I suppose the context or the conversations change no longer are you talking about just the the fizzle stuff of life but it gets deeper about real life stuff the struggles the pressure of life 
the difficulties that come with it because the stuff you experience when you're a teenager compared to now is vastly different in how you handle it, you know? Um, and yeah, I just, I find that my friendships now, man, are they're natural, not forced. You know, like I can count my friends yeah. on probably two of my hands. Don't worry, you're in it in case you think you're not. <laughs> just, just, just for your own affirmation, you know? But I, but I, like I'm friendly with everyone. Yeah, or friends with a few that's good that's good i mean like even on that there jerry like i totally agree about the quality over quantity mm. in terms of the, the relationships that you have because and there's a quote that that i love um in relation to this and um, it says you know choose wisely your friends or choose yeah. who you are friends with wisely because they will determine the the course of your life that's right. Um, essentially, and I know there's there's that greater theological truth of like the Lord determines the, the course of your life. Yeah. Um, like above all, He does, but there's there's little tangents, little sidestep paths. It's like going to Foda Island, Foda Wildlife Park. I was there on Saturday. There's yeah. one main route you can go just all the way around, but there's all little you know lefts and rights. You can have a look at the monkeys. You can have a look at the lions and the tigers. And essentially, um, you can if you carry the wrong counsel and the wrong friends in your life, um, you can be taking a lot down, lot more down the side alleys and wow. eaten by the tigers and and chewed up a bit. Yeah. Um, and onto the main course by the grace of God, then, um. But they, you know, the, the word of God doesn't lie when it says um, that uh, about the friendships. Yeah. Uh, it says that uh, the council, um, blessed is the man who does not walk in the council of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or um, uh, bad company corrupts good character. That's mm. that's the main one there. So, um, yeah, you want to have a good friends, good company. Yeah. Um, to keep your character intact and I'm very thankful for that in my life that yeah. I've had really good people around me and um, that if it actually wasn't for them and the grace of God and um, my character would have had me um, ripped up into shreds and yeah. thrown to the lions forever um, but uh, God is good and he's faithful yeah, so um, but do be discerning and wise in those you bring close for yeah. sure man so quality 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 all day quality street let's have it yeah and even, I suppose, off that, before I let you, I think you've got another reflection point you want to bring up. But there was something, man, and you know what I love about Pastor Patrick, right? He's such a discerning man. And I don't yeah. say that as a, as a cliche thing. But, you know, you know, in the offices now upstairs where Pat and Ben's office is, the hallway between their office and the pastor's office. I was yeah. standing there one um, Sunday night, man, and after young adults, and... You know, you're just eavesdropping in on a conversation with the lads and the lads are talking about something and I have no clue of what they're, and I'm trying to understand, I'm trying to show interest. And he pulled me aside and was like, bro, he's like, it's just been on my heart to say this to you. It's an encouragement, I believe, from the Holy Spirit for you. He said, don't be afraid to talk about the Lord in conversations or bring or talk about stuff you're passionate about. Because for so long, I never told anyone this. So he it was yeah. definitely from the Lord, man. I wanted to talk to people about, you know, what I'd be reading in the scriptures or, you know, talking about the things of God because I'm very passionate about it, like yourself and all my friends. And I'm not to be, like, so spiritual about it, but I'm a spiritual person. So it yeah, naturally cool. comes to me to be spiritual, to talk about spiritual things. And yeah. you know what? It's been such a grace to me, man, that conversation with Pat, because now I no longer feel like when I go to Isaac, oh, I have to talk to Isaac about who United are playing next. I have to talk to about Isaac about worship music. I'm like, I don't really listen to much worship music, you know? So I just, now hey, it's like, <laughs> hey, bro, how are you? 
it's such a yeah. it's such a, a game changer. You just you don't feel like yeah. you have to have this format to talk to your friends. You're just like, hey, bro, how are you? And it's just whatever you talk about is whatever you talk about. You know? Yeah, hundred percent, man. And then you know they're a good friend if you can have a. Um, you actually know they're a good friend if you can have all sorts of talks. Yeah. You know, you can have a small talk, you can have a deep talk, you can have an interesting one, a topical one. Um, if you can have them all, it's actually, it's it, you have the best, the yeah. best friendship going, you know what I mean? Because, mm. um, you know, as 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 we are human, as we're people, um, you know, there's, there's different moods, in a sense, different seasons, even in one day um, or in one week, that's um, sometimes we just need a small talk. That's and right. other times we we are craving for depth and yeah. craving for more. So the ability to actually chop and change and go between and discern what your friend needs in the moment. Hey, they just need they just need a sentence right now. You know what I mean? Or or they need to be pulled aside and yeah. they need a proper chat. But both are necessary, you know, and both are good. So I think um, you've got a good friend if they can really know you well and discern mm. what you need um, in moments, in conversations, in situations. So um, I definitely think that's Pastor Patrick, like you're saying, is a great example of knowing what you need and encouraging you in those moments then to say, hey, like, come out a bit more of your shell here and yeah. you know, do this, do that. And um, that's a great attribute and a great... Um, yeah, just a great encouragement uh, gift yeah. to have there in, in that. So 100%, dude. Yeah. And have you got a reflection point you wanted to bring up? or? Um, yeah, how much, do we have time for one more? or what Yeah, we bro, we, you can do another one. I can do another one. Yeah, man, walk away. Yeah, yeah, we have time sure. for one, one more. Perfect, man. Do uh, you know what? If, if you have another two or three, legit, man, the floor is yours. Yeah, yeah, look, um, I, I have kind of maybe one that i that i want to share if not two but mainly one so like the 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 first one is um uh, rome wasn't built in a day but neither was it built in the last minute so if i was to sit down with myself 10 years ago and even still to this day because even the things that i'm saying in this podcast Mm. i am still journeying in yeah. And I want people to hear that too, because they're listening to us, maybe or me, and they think like, you've got it down. No, these are day-to-day things that I'm still working on, journeying in. But this one is, is I feel, valuable to people who may be listening. And it's Rome wasn't built in a day, um, nor was it built in the last minute. And essentially what I want to say, say here is that this is all about pressure. So essentially when you're younger and especially when you're creative like you jerry and i write music and when i get the chance at at, at the moment but i do love music and writing songs and stuff like that so especially when you're creative you put pressure on yourself or we put pressure on ourselves to make things instantaneously we just want to have a project or a song finished within a day and released tomorrow yeah. Um, that causes massive pressure oh, yeah. um, on you then. So essentially, if you're listening to this and you know what's in your head, you know something that you want or you're working towards, don't put that huge pressure on yourself to have it done by tonight. Like good kid, I love this line. It's from a Chinese restaurant in Cork. I can't remember which one, but <laughs> many years ago, I went in to get a takeaway and I asked them, how long is the food going to take? Yeah. And the lady responded to me and literally she said, um, good food, take time. That's what she said. Good food, take time. Wow. 
And if you want to do anything good, worthwhile in life, it takes time. That's Don't right. rush the process. Don't try to wrap things up in a day or in a week. Be prepared for the long haul, the journey of it, and enjoy the process of it all. And then on the counter, on the flip of that, yeah. Rome also wasn't built in the last minute. So don't be a lazy bum about what you're trying to achieve either. And I'm speaking this directly to myself 10 years ago, even now, even myself yesterday. Um, so often we have pressure, not because we were trying to finish everything in one day, we're trying to finish everything on the last day, yeah. at the last chance we get to finish it. So don't, you know, don't put that pressure um on yourself to um leave things till the last minute you know there's there's time enough time in the day god created the day he knew what he was doing and use the time enjoy the journey enjoy the process take your time but get it done on time in time fashionable reasonably well and um, then be happy with what you you do in in your life and i think that's just a practical one you know it's it's not even like i'm not don't have a bible verse to go that or anything but there's always stuff we want to achieve so just yeah. know that don't try to rush the process nor try to cram in at the end plan yeah. it out enjoy the journey let god take the wheel and enjoy it you know so rome wasn't built in a day neither was it built in the last minute and and also just on that it's kind of around pressure we want to help people deal with pressure because i struggled with pressure yeah. ultimately a lot in my life i struggled with dealing with pressure and um, whenever I felt it, I just hated the feeling of pressure. And I just sometimes yeah. wanted to quit or just get the fastest route out of pressure. And uh, there's a famous saying that says um, pressure is for tires. And I just want to say, no, it's not. Um, pressure <laughs> is actually for human beings. Like yeah. pressure, don't try to get rid of pressure in the sense of just, you know, trivializing it, saying, oh, it's just for tires. Like it's a very real thing. And causes people a lot of real problems. So um, what I want to say about that is when we actually embrace pressure yeah. and accept it and deal with it the correct way, it can actually be really beneficial in growing our character and growing our livelihoods and our personhood um, and helping us. And pressure is actually very real and God actually uses it to refine us. That's right. So when it's embraced and, uh, you know, persisted through it's a very beautiful thing that develops us and um i just want to say that to people who you might be feeling hey there's a circumstance in my life it's causing me massive weight massive pressure yeah well see that as it says in james you know the trials i go through um are for for the growing of my character you know rejoice um in the lord always and that know that the trials and tribulations you face and will produce righteousness and, and actually good character in you. So if you're feeling pressure right now, take a moment to rejoice. Take a moment to praise break to say, hey, yeah. the Lord will use this and will right. be faithful through it to um, grow my character. And um, yeah, it's grueling in, in the moment, in the process. But I just want that perspective on pressure because I think that's, that's what I really struggled with yeah. um, and struggle with is dealing with pressure. But God, know that God, it's a tool in God's arsenal that he wants to use to refine you and help you and develop you not to break you not to crush you and to to let you lie low forever he wants to build you up in good stead in good character and set you set you up and out for success in his calling and his purpose for your life and so that would be 
that would be um uh, very lastly on that so um when we rome wasn't going back to the rome wasn't built uh, in a day nor neither was a built last minute that kind of thing sometimes we rush things like to get things done in a day um you know to have something to produce something to show for ourselves mm. um but i want to just say this that bearing fruit um and having joy and enjoying long-term success trumps temporary fulfillment all day every day of the week you know and uh, and we have it easy i think um sometimes because we grow up and um, maybe in households where there's always food in the cupboard for example take yeah. we can reach out take a biscuit anytime we can have that instant gratification and we're like why why do i need to save money and um, why do i need to you know you know ha- buy food or make my own food like there's there's enough food in the cupboard for the next week and yeah. it's so easy to like say no to that cookie now to have you know to have a healthier longer life in the yeah. future <laughs> you know what i mean so i think um instantaneous gratification is linked to happiness mm. but the thing about happiness is happiness is fleeting so you're con- it's a constantly a catch-up game you're constantly trying to catch up bring it close and it goes away again the way um but joy is lasting yeah. so the only way we can have joy um and fruit and long-term success is by actually denying instant gratification um and and just trusting god in the process of the journey yeah. you know and saying hey um by saying no to that cookie that temptation whatever that thing is now i'm not signing up to that because i know and this is what i wish i knew maybe when i was younger but no regrets all the same here we are in liberty now talking about praise god but what i maybe wish i knew and what could be helpful is that there might be something in your life if you're a young person listening to this right now that you really want right now right this minute yeah but i just want to let you know that maybe it's much much better and quite probably and possibly uh, and definitely much better to actually say no now mm. to reap the blessing later that's right you know because there's so much temptation in young people's lives these days comes right up to the door and yeah. tries to break in and sometimes you have to say understand what you're signing up for if i eat that cookie now the chocolate chip one i'm going to be addicted to the cookies and chocolate chip yeah. today i have one but tomorrow I have two and then I could be eating three a day for the next three months until um, I have to sign up for a gym membership and I have to work so hard to work off all the calories I've gained sure. by that simply saying yes that one time just so I can enjoy a little bit of sugar, you know? Yeah. So you have to, that ability and that discernment to be like, is that good for me? Yeah. The thing that's coming at my door, is it good and is it godly? If it's both those things, say yes, invite it in um but if it's not got to push that thing away and trust god in the process and the journey um in the long run so that's kind of all i got man just remember that one thing i think if you can hold it that rome wasn't built in a day but neither was it built last minute there's a whole journey that god has that you don't even know about and and yeah there's a lot of unknown but we're trusting all of that unknown to a known god who knows everything and has plans to prosper you. So sometimes you got to say no in order for the God who knows yeah. to work all things out together for the good. And even if you said, yes, he is faithful, he is kind. So I don't want people going away feeling guilty or shame. Like, hey, I had, I said yes to that thing. And yeah. uh, now I'm hooked. Now I, I'm eating cookies every day or that thing's up close. I don't know what to do. Um, 
God is for you in all of temptations. He's gone before you and he's been through it all and he's He's died to save you and give you freedom. So it's available for you. I don't want anyone listening to this thinking, hey, um, like that's me and like I'm regretting this. No, there's yeah. liberty for you and Jesus. Turn to him now and pray to him, cry out to him and uh, he is for you uh, through it all. So that's kind of all my points of reflection, Jerry. I mean, that that, yeah. That's it, but um, I love it. if you have anything to end on or anything lasting yeah. to say, go uh, for it. I suppose I've got two things to end on. I suppose I'll try to wrap it up as best as I can. And something along the lines of what you're talking about with pressure and, and life is, I have a tattoo on my arm, Ecclesiastes chapter 3. There is a time for everything under the sun, man. Amen. You know, like the same God that saved you, that allows your mother to bring you into the world is the same God that will keep you as you journey from one season of life to the next. But as you go into these seasons, you know, some seasons are more busier than others, more demanding than others. The same God that brings you into the seasons is the same God who empowers you with the provision to enable yourself to flourish and prosper in those seasons. Even if it feels like you're just being swarmed yeah. by just life, deadlines, questions, all this stuff, man. And I've experienced it in my own life. I've experienced seasons, man, where I've just wanted them to, I've just wanted to go on Skyscanner and book a holiday and get on the next plane. Me all the time, man. I'm, I'm, I'm on that thing every day. Like, I think they catch on to my algorithm. And every time <laughs> I take back in, the price of the flights hike up like a hundred quid because they're like, we yeah. know you're coming back tomorrow. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. you don't book now we will charge you more <laughs> they give you a 24-hour countdown as well you know? yeah exactly i miss it every time but yet i go back <laughs> yeah but i suppose what i'm trying to say is it's it sounds cliche but embrace your season in the in light of knowing who you're embraced by yes yeah 100%. that's the difference man you can embrace season you know yourself your own strength your own might it'll last about an hour if you're good yeah. if you're really good at last two hours then you'll be exhausted but if you embrace the reality of knowing that the lord is with you every step of the way in fact he's already made the way before you got to that season there's a, in a way there's a, a deep assurance that carries you through those seasons and there's something man i suppose as, as a way to close this podcast episode and i believe you will agree with me when i say this i want to i want to say this God's plan always prevails. That's it. You know, I, heard, I heard a sermon by Pastor Carter Conlon uh, at the Summer Fire Conference a couple of years ago, and he was talking about the will of God. You know, and, and he said something, and, and I'll never forget it. He said, I never found the, the call of God. The call of God found me. Mm. And and back then I thought, oh, that was a, it's a nice bumper sticker quote. It's quite cool. Yeah, I'm not going to get a tattooed on me by any means, but it's kind of cool, you know, put it up on a Instagram post on a story or whatever. But I've experienced it in my own life, man. And, and, and I know you'll be able to testify yeah. in a similar sense because I never found myself preaching. Mm. And, and I, honestly, I mean that from the depths of my heart. I never thought I'd be, I suppose, used in the context of being able to speak into the lives of young people or people in our church or anything like that. I've just been faithful to say yes. Mm. When when God has presented me with an opportunity, yes. I, I don't know what this entails, but I'll say yes. And it's in the saying of yes that he empowers you. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm so thankful, man, that the plan of God, I'm in the plan of God, and I've been in the plan of God since the 7th of July, 2013, at half past one on that Sunday when I called out to him. Amen. And 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 that was the, 
the trajectory of my life has changed. Do you know mm. what I'm so thankful, man, that the plan of God has got nothing to do with me, but everything to do with him. Hallelujah. Do you know? Yeah. yeah, I love that. Even on the calling thing, um, I don't know if you've been a victim of this prank or you've played it on other people, but you ever um, are sitting down with your friends somewhere and then you, um, you're going off to leave them. And as you're heading out the door, one of your mates says, Hey Jerry or hey Isaac, um, can you come here? And you have, you go all the way back, and then you go right up, um, and they say, um, you go, what do you want? And you say, uh, where would you be if, if I didn't call you? Yeah, yeah. Where would you be if I didn't call you? And um, I know that's just a prank sometimes that we do to our friends, which is really annoying. But when we think about it, we're so often like that. We we're heading in our own direction. We're yeah. heading away from God naturally. And then it's it's not us who turns around and goes back. If if we weren't called, if Jesus doesn't say, hey, Jerry, hey, Isaac, come here, yeah. we continue on in our own way, no doubt about it. That's but right. the beautiful, faithful God that we serve and we love and who is our friend calls us back. And then when we get to him, it's not just a joke. It's not just a prank. He actually does call us for a purpose, yeah, and he, you know, and he does call us for a reason. And then we can, if we trust him with that purpose and that reason, um, we're in for a, a beautiful journey uh, and a life with him, eternal life, ultimately. Um, but I just think it's beautiful that he calls us back and um, we have to reflect, actually, yeah. and say, where would I be if you didn't call me? You know, instead of him saying, where would you be? I mean, he can say that too. Jesus can say, Jerry, where would you be if I didn't call you? Yeah, good point, Lord. But I also have to take the question and say, where would I? Yeah, you're right. Where would I be if you didn't call me? So what's a prank for us and our mates is actually such a truth for Jesus that he says, hey, you're going your own way. It's not you who's calling yourself or bringing yourself here. But yeah. I'm saying, come when you come and um, I'm you're my son, you're my daughter. And I have a plan for you, and you're there. Like, wow! If if you didn't call me, where where would I be, Lord? So yeah. that that calling thing is it's him and him alone who draws us near, yeah. and um, yeah, we can trust them then when we're near and enjoy his friendship and um, his love for us as children. Yeah. So, oh, I love that. No, I love that. I, I can't help but even as I'm listening to you, man. I, I suppose I, I want to further interject a final point on the topic of embracing your seasons. So obviously right now, you know, you're in young adults, you're preaching, you're preparing to get married, you're doing a master's in theology and you're working a job and you're many different things on a weekly basis. Same as myself, man, work, college, church, ministry, podcasting, all that good stuff, Do you know, and the idea of embracing your season, it's because it's only a season, you know, there'll be a new season yeah. with different demands in that, right? And for me, I was even thinking today, man, I love spoken word. I love podcasting and everything. But I believe there will be a time where the Lord will move me on from this. Not as a, in a graduate, in a cocky kind of a sense. I'm not trying to say that. But yeah. a lot of it is, in a way, we, we, we don't see that the Lord use a lot of what we're doing now as preparation for what he's going to do through us later on. Yeah. And I believe that there'll be a time where I'll no longer be the um, insane in the membrane till Christ came. He took my, you know... Because I'm 27, I mean, I'm getting, you know, you get older and, and God will move you along as he sees fit to different opportunities and, and ultimately your calling, not even opportunities, a, a deeper revelation of the calling 
and and that becomes more realized at different stages of life do you know what i know what i know about the call of god on my life now compared to what i knew about two years ago is vastly different because you know as you're journeying with jesus you're hearing his voice for yourself you're enjoying the community he has put you in and over time he will speak to you himself he'll speak to you through the church through the word and it just becomes more realized so i really love that reality man of really embracing your season in the knowledge of knowing that you're embraced by him i love that man he, you know? he is what he is you know he's the alpha and the omega he knows the That's beginning right. from the end so even though we're in the middle um, we we serve, we trust, we know a God who knows the end of our story, who's yeah. ultimately looking at a, the full picture when we only see a small bit of the puzzle. And yeah. he's saying, hey, trust me, son, trust me, daughter. It's good. Yeah. It's good. So right. I think whoever's listening to this, know that you serve um, or, or that God is good mm. and that he works things together in the lives of broken people for yeah. good. And uh, what a truth to behold if we can take hold of that truth and be like, hey, if, you know, God is good, I can, I don't have to stress about, um, you know, maintaining appearance and maintaining uh, self-effort and all these things. And um, not that you don't try, please try in life. Please, yeah, of course. you know, that's never the message. I never want people to take away, you know, do nothing, don't try, no, try. And, um, but ultimately trust. Yeah, you know, trust trumps trying. Sometimes yeah. you know when you don't know what to do, you don't know what to try. But you have to say, Lord, show me. I trust you, even if you're gonna keep it revealed. Um, I will walk another day with Thee, but not another day with me. It's gotta be. It's mm. gotta be you and me working together here. Yeah. Um, help me, Lord. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Help me, Lord. Amen. What a way to end the podcast, man. Sometimes that's all I say, man. All at the end of a day, I just have to say, help me, Lord. Amen. Most some of the most powerful prayers, right? Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Straight help me. Point. Help me, which is a genuine question. But then you're acknowledging who he is. He's not just God. He is Lord. Not yeah. Lord of your life. Yes, but he's also Lord in your life. And that's what you're claiming by that prayer, right? You're you're realigning your focus with who the God you serve really is. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And you're capping all that off with just saying amen, which is just a declaration of agreement, just a simple yeah. yes. Yes, Lord, may it be done. <laughs> so, yeah. Amen. Well, Bro, I want to take an opportunity in closing, man. Um, in in your ever busy life, you have taken out what is, what is an hour an hour or so to, to come on and, and chop it up with me and, and, and share some of your life experiences in a way that it would be practical and helpful to people, man. And I've just enjoyed, it's effortless to talk to you. You know, there's some people you have to mentally prepare yourself to be around. And I'm so thankful you're not one of them. So, you know, it's been an honor, man. Thank you so much. No, thank you for, for having me on Jerry. And um, yeah, my hope and my prayer always is that what we together say both of us that it's just helpful to the people right. that are listening you know that whoever's listening right now um i'm me i know i'm speaking for me and actually jerry like we're not here to just talk about our lives just yeah. for the sake of talking and um, we want to say things that um could actually impact and help and yeah. um, someone who's listening and the ultimate help is the lord that's why i cry out to him help me lord amen yeah. is because ultimately what i have to say you know 
it often more often not is is not helpful and um, but there are some things some truths that the word of god says and makes clear um that if we apply and take hold of in our lives and um, they're transformative and really you know life-giving and helpful so that's what we want for and i know jerry wants for the people listening to the podcast and and yeah. um, thank you jerry for 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 being a friend to me and being committed to friendship uh, with me you know i don't take that for granted and um yeah i love what you're doing i love your passion and love your commitment to your purpose and it's inspiring to me and and i know many others so um pleasure's all mine man and thanks for having me you're welcome guys that's it for another episode of the hope sessions podcast um thank you again for just tuning in uh for subscribing to the podcast um, why not send it to a friend, a family member, a colleague, a neighbor? If there was something that was encouraging to you, maybe spoken to by maybe myself or Isaac, why not do us a favor and, and send a text? Legit. Like to, it, I, I, I'd say this in closing. Irish people, we are so stingy at encouraging people because we think that their head is going to explode. Do me a favor. Get rid of that false presumption about how people are going to respond and send that text of encouragement. If it was a specific thing that Isaac said, because it will encourage him because we all need encouragement. Some days are more difficult than others. And, and your encouragement could be, as the scripture says, like, like honey to the soul. So why not use your words of encouragement to be like honey to the soul of someone in your life today. And until next time, don't forget to like share and subscribe. And remember that hope is to life as often is to the body. Take care. Hey guys, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Hope Sessions podcast with me, Jerry D. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're tuning into it from. This greatly helps to spread the word about the podcast, but also to encourage other people to check it out for themselves. Um, until next week, take care. God bless. And don't forget, hope is to life as oxygen is to the body. Take care.